believe it's in 1 John where he says, These things are written that ye might know that you have everlasting life. Amen. I tell you what, are you glad you're saved? Amen. Are you on your way to heaven? Amen. I'm excited tonight. Turn your Bibles with me, if you would, to the book of Acts chapter 8. Book of Acts chapter 8. I'll just tell myself a little bit. I, I got out of work right at 4 o'clock and I got me a nap. Look out. Amen. Josh, I tell you, that young and he was he was two weeks back to back to back. I, I was just asking myself, Josh, could I do that anymore, Lord? I don't know. I need a lot of naps nowadays. But anyway, notice what he says. But I tell you this, this is what I do know. You can do all things through Christ. He can he can help you do all things. Starting at verse number 26, notice what he says, book of Acts, chapter 8. Verse number 26, he says, And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise, and go toward the south, unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. And he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority, under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasure, and had come to Jerusalem, or to worship, was returning and sitting in his chariot, read Isaiah the prophet. Then the Spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. And Philip ran thither to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah and said, Understandest thou what thou Readest. You know, there's a lot of people today, they're reading. Well, the Bible says this, we're ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of truth, right? But notice what he said. He said, understandest thou what thou readest? And he said, how can I accept some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. The place of the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter. And like a lamb dumb before his shearer, so opened he not his mouth. In his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. And who shall declare his generation for his life is taken from the earth? And the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee of whom speaketh the prophet this, of himself or of some other man? Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. And as they went on their way, they came into a certain water, and the eunuch said, See, here is water. What doth hinder me to be baptized? And Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Glory be to God. Can I say that one more time? I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Amen. And here's what happened. And he commanded the chariot to stand still, and they went down both into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized them. And when they were come up out of the water, 
The Spirit of the, the Lord caught away Philip. The Spirit of the Lord caught away Philip that the eunuch saw him no more, and he went on his way rejoicing. But Philip was found at Azotus, and passing through, he preached in all the cities till he came to Caesarea. Would you bow your heads with us for a word of prayer? Lord, we do thank you tonight, Father, for this wonderful service you've allowed us to be part of. We thank you, Lord, for the testimonies. We thank you for the wonderful singing, Lord, the spirit in which it was sang in. And, Father, we just thank you for your presence, Lord. We feel your sweet Holy Spirit amongst us tonight. God, is it's time to preach another gospel message, Lord. You know your preacher. You know the vessel. And, Lord, you know that I know I cannot preach on my own, Lord. There's only one way I know how to preach, Lord. That's through and by your anointing. And we pray tonight, Father, that you'll anoint our mind, that you'll anoint our lips, Lord, that you'll help us, God, to speak the very words that need to be spoken here tonight, Father. And, God, that you can use us, Lord, for your glory tonight. Go to the hearts of each and every one that's here. Open our hearts' doors, Lord. Help us, dear Lord, to receive your word. And Lord, move us up. Get us closer, Lord. Have us where you'd have us be, Lord. Lord, we love you. Lord, we praise you. Lord, we thank you. It's in the precious name of Jesus that we pray and we ask these things. And amen. Now, as you know, this week we've been preaching on our walk. Amen. Now, Monday night, we was on walking the light as he is the light. Amen. And last night, we was talking about having a walking on water type of faith. Now, tonight, we want to preach something pretty simple, uh, but it's simply walking uh, in the Spirit. Amen. Uh, walking in the Spirit. Notice what he says in Galatians 5.25. He says this, uh, if we live in the Spirit, uh, let us also walk uh, in the Spirit. Now, Philip here... Uh, if you're not used to reading Acts chapter 8, uh, you may not understand what's going on. But now Philip, uh, he's been filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Uh, and he is preaching uh, the Word of God. Uh, hey, he had led a man by the name of Simon, uh, the sorcerer to Jesus. Uh, and now here he is. He's coming on down in the journey. Uh, and here is this Ethiopian. Uh, the Bible says he was a eunuch uh, and an an angel of God came to Philip and said, uh, go over here. So he went. Glory be to God. You know what? Here's what I've learned in my Christian life. When I just quit asking God why and just do what he says, uh, it's a whole lot better life. I'm telling you, God's got blessings everywhere. I got excited tonight as they were singing that song, uh, Treasures Unseen. Uh, I just got to thinking as they were singing, uh, I'm a joint heir uh, with Jesus Christ. Amen. Uh, and you think about this now. Uh, he owns everything. And I'm part of Him. A joint heir with Him. So Philip, the angel, told him to go, so he goes, and this man is reading his Bible. Now, he doesn't understand it. He's got his Bible open. He doesn't understand what he's reading. Philip asked him the question, Understandest thou what thou readest? You know what this man said to Philip? How can I understand? 
How can I understand? Except some man would explain it to me. And then it says the Spirit, walking in the Spirit, right? The Spirit drew Philip up. Where did he take him? He put him right up in that chair next to him. Glory be to God. You know what? God's got some great things He wants to do in our life uh, when we will allow His Holy Spirit to move us. Uh, Look what He says in the book of St. John chapter 4. He says, God is a spirit, uh, and they that worship Him must worship Him. How? Uh, In spirit uh, and in truth. Amen? Uh, It's important tonight, church, uh, that we get back to realizing uh, when we come into the house of the Lord. Uh, We need to allow God's Spirit uh, to lead us in what we do. Now you guys do that here. I'm not preaching against you. But I'm telling you, a lot of places I go to, it's all programmed. They all know who's doing what, when they're doing it, and how they're doing it. Glory be to God, you can ask. We've got some here tonight from Cold Springs, and you can ask them what I tell them every service. Uh, When the Spirit says move, you move. Uh, Don't wait your turn. Uh, Don't wait for anything else. Uh, I mean, I can't tell you how many blessings uh, I probably missed in my Christian spiritual life uh, being in the house of God just waiting my turn. When what I should have done, Josh, is just jumped up and went after it. Amen. Just be mindful to the Holy Spirit of God. But listen tonight. He wants us to walk uh, in the Spirit. He doesn't want us to quench the Spirit. Amen. Uh, That's what he tells us. He says quench uh, not the Spirit. Uh, Philip, all he was doing, uh, he was minding uh, the Spirit of God doing uh, what the Lord had asked him to do. Uh, This man was reading in Isaiah. Uh, He was reading in Isaiah uh, about Christ being taken uh, as a lamb before the shear, uh, dumb, and he opened not uh, his mouth, uh, and then the Holy Spirit came upon Philip, uh, and he began to preach unto this man, Jesus Christ, and him crucified. You know what, tonight I like what the Apostle Paul said. He said, I didn't come to you with enticing words or eloquent speech. He said, rather, I came to you preaching Jesus Christ and Him crucified. You know what tonight? I'm still preaching Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I'm here to tell you tonight, if you do not know Jesus Christ uh, as your Lord and Savior, uh, He was crucified uh, for you. Amen? Uh, He died for your sins, uh, not yours only, uh, but for the sins uh, of the whole world. Uh, And glory be to God, what excites me? Uh, I'm in that number. He died for my sins, for my sins and your sins. Glory be to God. When Jesus went up Calvary, they mocked him. They made fun of him. I want you to know something about Jesus. He did not have to go. The Bible said there was legions of angels camped all around. He could have called him. But you know what? He didn't. Because he knew you and I were going to need him. He knew we needed salvation. He knew we needed a way out. 
Thanks be to God. He knew we needed a way out. Amen. Uh, he knew we were going to need deliverance. Uh, he knew we were going to need uh, Him to shed His precious blood. Uh, I say this all the time and it's true. Uh, it was not the nails in His hands uh, and the nail in His feet uh, that held Him to that old rugged cross, uh, but rather it was the love uh, that He had for you and I. Uh, looking down in time, uh, realizing we were lost and going to need a Savior. Glory be to God. Now they put a title over him. King of the Jews. It's Jesus of Nazareth. King of the Jews. They were making fun at him about that. Matter of fact, you know there was two criminals on the cross, one on either side, right? And you know the one, you know what he said to Jesus? He said, if thou be the king... You come down and save yourself and save us also. You know what that one didn't know? He had the power to save. But he wasn't going to save him that way. But you know the one on the other side, something clicked with him. Do you not know who this man is? Do you not, you know, there's a lot of people today, they know of Jesus, but they don't know him, amen? I'm telling you, you get to know my Jesus, and you're going to find a friend that sticketh closer than any brother. You're going to find somebody that's there for you. When all others may leave, Jesus won't leave you. Glory be to God. Jesus, do you realize, he walked and he preached while he was on this earth in the spirit of the Lord, amen? And you think about that. He is our example. He's our example. Isaiah 61, if you want to turn there. Isaiah 61, i got to get there myself. I guess we could have a Bible race, see who's there first. Amen. Notice what he says in Isaiah chapter 61. It says this. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of the vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn. Then if you'll turn over to the book of Luke chapter 4, verse 18. Because you might have said, oh preacher, that doesn't count. That's Old Testament. Huh? That's Isaiah, by the way. Glory be to God. Where is that man reading? Uh, he's reading in the book of Isaiah. Amen. Uh, and that's what he said there. But notice what Jesus says now. Uh, in Luke chapter 4, verse number 18. Uh, he said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Uh, because he hath anointed me uh, to preach the gospel to the poor. Uh, he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted uh, and to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Jesus himself, Spirit of the Lord, is upon me. 
the Spirit of the Lord. He wants us, church, to walk in the Spirit. This is what Philip was doing. He was in the Spirit of the Lord. He got led to this Ethiopian eunuch. Uh, and instead, what he did, uh, while he was led to this eunuch, uh, he was able to lead him uh, to Jesus Christ. Uh, and what was his message? Uh, his message was uh, that Jesus died for you. That's still the message tonight. Jesus died for you. Now, you've got to get to where this man got to. He heard the word. He heard the message. You know, there's been a lot of messages preached. I don't know about you, but I've sat in a lot of services where the message has been just for me, and I didn't move. I just listened. I didn't move. I knew who God was talking to. You know, it amazes me. We, we try a lot of times to, to pretend we don't hear it, but we know. We know. But here is where this man got to. Philip preached to him, Jesus. This man got down and they, they seen a watering hole. They seen a whole water. He said, now what keepest thou me from being baptized? Why can't I just get baptized? Here's what Philip said to him. Philip said, now if thou believe, thou canst be baptized. And I like what this man said. You guys got a little excited on this too, amen? I like what he said. Verse 37 at the very end. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Do you believe that tonight? Do you realize tonight uh, that He died on Calvary for you? Uh, and friend, listen, uh, that His precious blood uh, is enough to cover uh, the multitude of sins that we've done. Glory be to God. I like what he says over in 1 John. He says, love uh, covereth uh, a multitude of sins. Amen. Uh, I'm thankful tonight uh, for the love that Jesus has shown for you and I. Uh, I'm thankful for what he said uh, in John 15, 13, where he says, uh, greater love had no man than this, than a man would lay down his life for his friends. And ye are my friends, if ye do whatsoever I command you. Glory be to God. Aren't you glad tonight to know that, friend, you can be a friend with Jesus Christ? Glory be to God. You can be purchased tonight uh, by the blood that he shed uh, on Calvary. Uh, you can then become uh, a joint heir uh, with Jesus Christ. Uh, and listen, uh, I'm looking to leave this world. Now, I'm not going to complain about my life on earth. I've had a blessed life. I have. God's been good to me. He's taken care of me from my youth all the way up. He has you too. Some of you got me by a few years. I got some of you by a few years. But here's the bottom line. If we live, 
we live unto the Lord. And if we die, we die unto the Lord. But whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. Amen? We have to understand that tonight. And we got to realize this. Uh, he said that He came so that I could have life uh, and have it more abundantly. Amen? Uh, I don't know what type of a life I would have had uh, had I not had Jesus. I've had a great life. He's been good to me. He's kept me from things. I can honestly say, they make fun of me about this at work, but that's okay. I've never, ever, ever touched alcohol. I've never touched a drug. I didn't get caught up in a lot of this stuff. Why? Because I was busy having a drug problem. Mom and Dad drug us to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday, whether I wanted to go or not. Amen, and I got to thinking about that with my dad. Uh, you know, my dad, when I said earlier about why, uh, if my dad would ask me to do something and I'd say why, uh, he'd say, because I said so. You know, the Heavenly Father speaks that way too. But glory be to God, are we walking in the Spirit of God? Uh, you know what? Uh, God is part of the Trinity, uh, and we got God the Father. Uh, we have the Word, amen? Uh, and then we have the Holy Ghost or the Spirit. Uh, these three, according to 1 John 5, 7, uh, bear record in heaven. Uh, and you might be saying, preacher, I'm a little concerned. Uh, I've always heard God the Father, God the Son, uh, and God the Holy Ghost. Uh, don't be uh, concerned about that. Go back to St. John 1 uh, and listen to what he says in the beginning. Uh, was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And then come down just a few verses and it says, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among Men. Who was that? Jesus. Jesus, glory be to God. Listen, uh, are we in His Spirit? Uh, are we walking in His Spirit? Uh, are we working in His Spirit? Uh, I want you to realize something tonight. Uh, this Spirit is so powerful that He leads us with it. I say it, it's not an it, it's a He, right? The Spirit is a He. But He leads us with His Spirit. His Spirit is so strong that according to the book of Romans, when I read here in the book of Romans, it says this, uh, it says that even in Romans 8, 26, uh, even when I don't know how to pray, the Spirit maketh intercession for me. Now, friend, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but I can tell you this has happened to Kevin Jennings multiple times. I know I needed to pray. And I made my way to the altar. And by the way, this altar's good. Hey, I tell you what, I'm thankful for the altar. And I'm thankful that God's children are still allowed to use the altar. Amen? I'm thankful that I can take God at His word and what He tells me over in 1 Peter, that I can cast all my cares upon Him. For He cares for me. He 
cares for me. There ain't nobody that's ever loved me like Jesus. I mean, nobody has ever loved me like this man Jesus. But getting back to my point, there's been many a times, Tom, I've came to the altar and I've knelt down and I knew I needed to pray. Didn't even know where to begin. Didn't even know where to start. Didn't even know uh, how to begin to give my petition uh, to God. Uh, but God, through His Holy Spirit, uh, thanks be to God, uh, through His Holy Spirit came down uh, and He meets me here uh, time and time again. Uh, and the Spirit now maketh intercession for me. And I don't know about you, uh, but there's been many a times uh, I thought I've had my prayer ready. Uh, I thought I knew what I was going to pray. Uh, and when I knelt down to pray, uh, things began to come out I didn't even know was in there. Why? His Spirit. Same thing with my testimony. I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but have you ever rehearsed your testimony? Boy, I'm going to stand up, Josh, and I'm just going to say it just like this. And then that Holy Spirit get a hold of you. You ever been just sitting in your chair, minding your own business, and it just felt like the Holy Spirit just jerks you up out of it? It ever happened to you? And glory be to God, and you begin to talk. And I don't know if it's ever happened to you, but it's happened to me. I've sat down and thought, what in the world did I just say? And if somebody had come up to you after church, boy, I enjoyed that testimony. You know why they enjoyed it? Because it wasn't Kevin, it was from heaven. Amen. Glory be to God. Listen, we got to understand, the Spirit is designed to lead us. Uh, he's designed to help us. Uh, he's designed uh, to deliver us. Uh, listen, uh, he, Jesus said it himself, uh, it's expedient for you that I go away. Because he said, if, if I don't go away, the Father won't send you the Comforter, which is what? The Holy Ghost. We needed that. I've often thought how jealous I was of some of these disciples getting to walk with Jesus Christ. I'd have liked to have been there that day when Lazarus was called forth from the grave. Wouldn't you? I'd have liked to have been there that day. Maybe it's because I'm a big eater. I don't know. But I'd like to have been there that day when he took them two little fishes and five loaves of bread, break them and bless them, fed 5,000 men plus women and children, and have 12 baskets left over. I'd have liked to have seen that one. I'd like to have been part of it. Because listen, I don't think all those men uh, snacked. Uh, I believe they ate uh, till they were full. Uh, and glory be to God, uh, there was still plenty left. Uh, that's the way the Lord is today. Uh, when we gather in His house, uh, in the Holy Spirit of God, uh, He'll feed us uh, and just fill us with His Holy Spirit. You know, our spirit bears witness one with another. Glory be to God. I don't know if you've ever been in these services where I thought one more drop I was going to explode. 
Just one more drop, Tom thought, would have took, and I think I would have exploded. Do you know what? Glory be to God. We get to heaven, we get a glorified body, a brand new body, likened unto Jesus Christ. And you know what? You won't get too much spirit over there. Amen. Glory be to God. You know what we're going to spend eternity doing? Praising Him, thanking Him, glorifying Him, lifting Him up. Listen, here's what happened to this man. This man said, I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. You and I must believe that to get to heaven. We got to believe it. We got to believe Jesus said in John 14, 6, He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. He is the only way. I don't know what you've been told. There's a lot of false doctrines out there. You know, there's some that try to tell me if I'd send them my money, they'd get me to heaven. They have. Some try to tell me if I get my name on their book, I get to go to heaven. I tell them that's not what the Bible says. I got to have my name on the book. Glory be to God, the Lamb Book of Life. Amen. But hey, my name's in there. How about yours? Amen. That's what you really need to know. And if you've never called on Jesus, it's not. But you can fix that tonight. You can call on the name of Jesus. The Spirit. You know, when I was a boy, I was a young boy. I was probably 10, 11, 12 years old really started to pay pretty close attention in church at that point. And we would have family prayer. And we had some elders and some saints, and they believed in that old-timey conviction power, that Spirit of God, to convict people who were lost. I still believe in that today. But I heard them. I'm, I'm telling you now, I heard them. I, I heard them stand up and say, I want you to pray for my son that he'll lose his appetite, that he'll not be able to sleep until the Lord saves his soul, until he gives in and gives his heart to the Lord. And I thought to myself, these people are mean. I was 10. You know what I think to myself today? These people love their family members. See, we spend so much time nowadays trying to be politically correct. We spend so much time trying not to offend somebody. But listen, if the name of Jesus is offensive, then I've just got to be offensive. Amen? Uh, if me telling you Jesus Christ uh, is the only way to heaven and you're offended by that, uh, then just be offended. Uh, but friend, I need you to know uh, He is the only way to heaven. Amen? Uh, and unless we call upon Him, uh, and unless we believe in Him uh, as Lord and Savior in our life, uh, we're you're going to miss heaven. You got to have it. You got to have him if you're going to go. We've got to learn to walk in the spirit of God. Now the Lord has moved me many and many and many a times in the spirit of God, but 
I think the one that just still resonates to me happened about 20 years ago. It's a little ways back. Tanya and I was living in a place called Big Chimney. It's right next to Little Chimney. I'm teasing. But he's living. Tanya tells me to stop with the jokes, Tom. They're not funny. But anyway, we were sitting in the house that day. I was sitting on the couch, minding my own business. And the Spirit of the Lord spoke to me and said, you need to go to CAMC Memorial Hospital. I'm thinking, I don't know anybody in CAMC Memorial Hospital at that time. So I asked Tanya, I yelled out, I said, honey, I said, is there anybody in CAMC Memorial Hospital that we know? She said, not that I'm aware of. Why? I said, well, I was just sitting here and God told me I need to go to CAMC Memorial Hospital. She said, well, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to go. So I get in the car. Nah, I'm, not, I'm not kidding with this. I mean, the whole way I'm thinking, Lord, what, what am I going to do? So I, I'm pretty cool driving down the road, doing good till I get off the 35th Street Bridge. And I'm like, okay, God, I'm almost here. What am I going to do? Let's go to the parking lot. So I'll go into the parking lot, get my ticket, go over, I pull the spot, park the car, turn it off. I'm sitting there and I say, okay, God, now what? You ever been there? Now what? You know what he said? Go in. Get out of the car, head to the front door. Okay, God, I get out of the car, I'm walking over to the front door, and I hear this voice down at the other end of the garage. Preacher! 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 And this big man comes running at me. I'm thinking, oh, Lord. He gets up to me, Tom. He said, you don't know me. He said, but you held revival up Granny's Creek Community Church. He said, I was there and the Lord spoke to my heart and I should have got saved and I didn't move. And he said, I'm here with my wife. My wife's really sick. He says, but I need Jesus really bad. And I prayed all day long. That if God wanted to save me today, he'd send somebody my way. Amen. And glory be to God. Right there in Charleston Memorial Hospital parking lot. We didn't even get into the hospital at this time. That man found Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And you say, preacher, what did you learn by that? When God says go, just go. Amen. Where am I going? Don't matter. If He says go, go. Amen. Because God's got a blessing for you. He dropped this one in my lap. Don't know why, but I'm going to share this too. Four... About three years ago, I was pastoring out Cottageville at United in Christ. Had a lady that was in the hospital. It was late at night. I'd been in revival. I just got out of revival and just got back to church. And she called and 
wanted me to come pray with her that night. It's about 10 o'clock at night, Tom. And I, I asked, I said, oh, I said, can I just pray with you over the phone? And Can I come first thing in the morning? I'll be there at 6 a.m. Can I come first thing in the morning? Preacher, I really need to see you tonight. I need to see you tonight. So guess what I did? I get in the car, and I'm driving, and I'm mumbling. And I'll say, man, oh me, oh my. Here's what God did in spite of me. I got there that night to that lady's hospital room, and I got to have prayer. She was really sick. She needed prayer. I got to have prayer with her, but her husband was there who was lost. And I got to witness to that man about Jesus, and he got saved that night. And Josh, I felt about that tall when I should have felt about out of this world. You know what I mean? Why did you feel that tall? I remember the whole way. But you know what? In spite of me, in spite of me, God blessed me that day. You know what? He still does that for you and I. As I said, don't know why I was supposed to share that. But a lot of times I just got to tell you, huh? just do what you know you're supposed to do. And God will bless you. As we get an invitational song tonight, I don't know your heart but I pray that you are walking in the Spirit. Now, the Bible says this. Where the Spirit of God is, there is liberty. But the Bible also says that if we have not the Spirit, we are none of His. Tonight, listen, if you're not saved, I can think of no better time than now to get right with Jesus Christ. Now, maybe if you're watching live, I don't talk to that, but if you're watching live and you're not right with God, now could be your time. Get right, right now with the Lord. Christian, if you're here, maybe the Lord's been speaking to you. Maybe the Spirit's been moving you, but you haven't been moving. You know what? When I was a boy and I did something wrong, I got what they call a whooping. You ever get one of those? It wasn't a whipping, it was a whooping. But you know what? There's been times when I have quenched the Spirit of God that I've got a spiritual whooping. And I would have much rather my earthly father be whipping me than my heavenly father. How about you? Have you ever done that? You ever been in the house of the Lord? God said move and you didn't move and boy, you got a whooping on the way home. He lets you know that. Listen tonight. I don't know where you're at spiritually. I don't, I don't know a heart in the room. I mean, I think I know a bunch of you, but the reality is only you and God know your heart. You're the only two that know. But if you need to pray tonight, I do know this. Jesus is here for you. Jesus will help you. If you're lost, please come. Please come ask Jesus to.